to the Living Enlightened Podcast, Episode Four. Hello. I don't know. I've got Mich- <laughs> I'm like, hi. Is it my turn yet? Hi. Sorry. Uh, say hello, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Nice to see you, Rebecca. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Rebecca. We are just a couple of spiritually aware chicks who have a couple of interesting things, hopefully, to say today. Uh, and apologies interrupting. Yes, no, we're in, a, we're in a bit of a mood at the moment. Yeah. Uh, so today our mission is to give you some guidance and have a general chat uh, with a card draw and maybe an affirmation or two. Today's episode is brought to you by my business, Insightful Connections, where I offer intuitive card readings and am a certified energy master practitioner here in Reiki and Ashati. I'm also a co-host of this podcast, Living Enlightened, with my beautiful Michelle friend. <laughs> okay, this is going to go very, very well. It was very interesting. Uh, now, Rebecca, you have done the card draw. Did you want to do it now? or uh, I did draw some cards, but they okay. were based about what we're going to speak about, about. today. Okay. So, so, yeah, so yep. there are some cards there, which I've already done, which are the Law of Attraction beautiful. cards and um the ask and it's given cards because i think michelle we were having a chat earlier on and you were saying that you bought a new deck of the three and yeah yes yeah ask and it is given so beck what's been going on with you love what's uh been happening what's your takeaway i guess for the week so this week i've been focusing on switching off negative feelings so like those little things that pop into your mind that affect you on an emotional scale i've been doing some self-work about being uh, about being and finding the silver lining in situations uh, that ro- that raise up strong emotions within me and acknowledging the good that comes from the chaos and focusing on the positive. So it helps to release and switch off all the emotional effects of it all. Wow, that's fantastic. Very, very powerful. Is this part of your healing modality that you learnt or is this just generally? Uh, this, is, this is just some um, healing modalities I've been doing mm-hmm. this week um, mm-hmm. with different people okay practitioners, <laughs> just in yeah. myself and okay. yeah, different practitioners um very dear friend of ours keith okay um, lovely yeah yeah so absolutely absolutely it's been a it's been a really really good week awesome amazing all about the vibration hey um all about the vibration what's been going on with you michelle yeah, look, I've been uh, sort of getting back to work. I, of course, went to Tasmania. Everyone heard the um, sad, sorry story about Tasmania. It was uh, it was terrible. Rebecca, I'm kidding. Uh, it was fantastic. <laughs> Most amazing trip ever. <laughs> so getting back to work, you know, it's always hard to sort of get back into the swing of things. But, you know, it's been easier. I think I'm getting used to sort of going away and taking time out and then coming back into it. I actually didn't find it too difficult this time. So that was really good. As a light worker, if I just explain uh, for people who aren't light workers and that sort of thing who are listening, is that, you know, when you're not using that ability all the time, it can sort of reduce a little bit uh, or it's a little bit harder to get back into it, you know, back into that sort of rhythm. But I really didn't find it too difficult this time. It was pretty, pretty easy falling back into it. So I feel like maybe I'm just sort of, you know, learning a bit more, developing a bit more. Um, but I did actually help an elderly lady. And, and this is, you know, something that if I see someone who needs help, I, I guess I try to jump in and I... I you know, I'm not big noting myself. It's not ego. It's just, you know, I thought it was um, this lady, this poor lady, no one else was running over to help her, but she was having a lot of trouble getting an object out of the trolley. Um, no, sorry, out of the little cart that she had into the trolley. So she was trying to pick it up and it was quite heavy and trying to get into this trolley. 
and she was really struggling with it and she was bending over in this kind of funny way and I'm like oh and I sort of ran over there and um and helped to get into the trolley and it was a good feeling you know I felt really good about that so um yeah helped her with that um that was my little good deed of the week and I also got a beautiful dragon egg um from Cafe Nurture at Kawana on the Sunshine Coast and it's just the most beautiful thing I sent back plenty of photos of that it's a beautiful black sort of um egg. it's like a thunder egg looking thing and it's got beautiful yes. sparkly sort of black crystals and geodes and things inside it. So really beautiful. It does have an official name. Can't remember the name of it, but um, Serapina or Sarah or something or other. Um, but yeah, Dragon Egg in other words. So, and also the Esther and Cherry Hicks card deck. So I got those Ask and It Is Given and they are just amazing. So I'll put a link to those in the show notes if anyone wants them, but they're really good sort of affirmation type cards, you know, where you're at, confirmation, you know, that sort of thing. So yeah, yeah really good. Um, just in regards to your dragon egg, the the, the colorings of it, I'm mm. like it's almost like you could scry with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a, almost like a chocolate inside is quite dark, like black, but um, the rest of it is quite chocolatey on the outside. It's really, really beautiful, and the meaning was very appropriate too. And they always seem to be, you know, when you choose crystals and you're like, I don't know much about it, and then you Google it and you're like, wow, it's so perfect. Maybe we can put a photo of that up on the on yeah. the page as well Social. Yeah. so yeah, everyone awesome. can see it yeah I've got um two decks of the uh Jerry Hicks Abraham teaching cards um which I think they are printed by Hay House yes they um are. <clears throat> so I've got the law of attraction cards and the ask and it is given cards and yep. um they're the ones that I actually drew for the post today for the podcast today oh brilliant yeah. Yeah, they're really cute. I'm just trying to see if Hay House is on here, but yeah, it is Hay House. What it, it was? Yeah, awesome. So, Beck, the theme for today is knowing when to switch off, when to sort of shut out the rest of the world. And this is an interesting one because we're actually having a debate about this the other day with a group of people where all this technology has come in and we've just kind of gradually just had it all introduced and no one's really said much about, you know, how to protect yourself and what we need to do and all that sort of stuff. And it was interesting. You think about the microwave, that was like a huge thing. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, you know, we're going to get cancer and la 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 from the microwave. And then we've had, you know, the phones really step up, you know, from what they used to be and the iPads and, you know, all the different devices that we now are surrounded by. And for people who do work in this realm, and I'm talking about light work, it can be a huge block. You know, it can make it really difficult to connect. It can make it difficult to focus, difficult to sleep. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And I feel like a lot of people are going to relate to this, especially people with kids um, who may be on devices a bit. So it's going to be really, really cool, Beck. I'm really looking forward to this chat. Yes, absolutely. I think maybe we should really get right down into the nitty gritty of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's jump in. <laughs> um, so let's Beck, I... I sort of dreamt about this, um, not dreamt about the episode, but I dreamt up this episode after going to Tassie and uh, I did sort of allude to that at the top of the show. So it's the first time I've flown anywhere in more than two years and uh, six months since I actually took any time off because we were going to take time off earlier in the year and then uh, Rainbow was cancelled and all sorts of things. So we haven't been able to go anywhere and certainly not flying anywhere. So that was actually really amazing. While I was on the plane, I sort of remembered that. I was like, oh my God, it's been like, you know, maybe two, three years or something. So while I was actually away on holidays, I had a client call me and I always answer my phone because I often have random mobile phones ring me and and often it is a client who's found my number on my page or maybe on natural therapy pages, which is where I put my name as well. 
So they sort of phoned me. We, we chatted for about 40 minutes. I did tell them at the beginning of the call that I was in Tassie and I was on holidays and stuff like that. And the call sort of went on and on. And then um, I sort of heard from that person quite a lot while I was away as well. And, you know, it was a bit of a shame because I, I really did want to sort of switch off. But at the same time, you know, I'm a business and you can't really just put up an out of office because, you know, if I have, you know, 20, 30 bookings coming while I'm on holidays and I've got to do all of that when I get back anyway. So I sort of do the bookings as I go. So, but it was just an interesting one because I sort of thought, well, where do I draw the line? You know, I've sort of said what I'm doing. I've said I'm on holidays. Um, and I guess it's a little bit around boundaries. Um, and you know, my husband works for a big telco. He's always sort of on call as well, but he does put an out of office on and he did take a couple of calls in the beginning and then sort of really, um, switched it off and he didn't go back to it. He was doing a bit of emailing at the evening, but not sort of while we were out, you know, sightseeing and that sort of thing. So, you know, it's finding that balance back. And I think cause you're, you know, doing a little bit of work for others, but also working for yourself too. It's, it's finding that balance between, you know, us taking that time. And it's like, you know, I do sort of work till 5 p.m., but I often hear from clients and other people well after 5 p.m. And sometimes I find myself messaging at 10.30 or 11 at night. And so, you know, I'm now making the choice to switch off earlier and I've started reading a book before bed. So I used to do that anyway, but then I started getting to the iPad and watching, you know, paranormal shows, which I love and Becca loves as well. Um, we need to do paranormal stuff. Um, but yeah, now I try to switch off the devices and turn my phone completely off and I put it on airplane and I just don't, you know, don't check it until the morning again. So, you know, because that's why it's getting a bit anxious and then you go to sleep anxious and wake up anxious and it's not good. So that's what I've started to do. Um, and you know, even more recently, actually, I did have another client reach out about a relative and it wasn't a paid kind of inquiry. It was just, Oh, my friend is really sick. or My relative is really sick. You know, can you, you know, diagnose them basically. And I was like, um, you know, I'm on holidays and if you want a reading or whatever, I can maybe pass you on to one of my clients, you know, who wants to practice or something. Uh, and I got a prompt. No, thanks. So, you know, it does require a little bit of saying no, but I had to put my foot down. I was like, I'm still on holidays. I'm not going to do a free whatever. Um, and you know, I had to make that very clear. It's always with love. Everything is with love, but even light workers need a break. And I feel like that's uh, super important. Once I got back on board, then um, we are all in business and it felt a lot better to um, just say no. Um, Beck, what are your thoughts on all of that? Yeah, look, I think in a business sense, it's a good idea to be able to set some boundaries there. Uh, people, will, people will understand. Um, you will get those who <laughs> sort of might, might be a little bit disgruntled at first, but they will understand. And I mean, you could always redirect them to someone you trust, like you tried to do, if you feel it's super urgent or important to the client. Uh, so one thing we are lucky with in this work um, are our spirit tribe. So it's really hard sometimes, as like you said, we really form a connection and care so much about the people we help. But our work is about offering support, love and healing. Uh, so we do have to remember that these values are important to us to use to look after ourselves as well. Um, and that's where the, the boundaries come in. And our higher selves and guides will always send us signs that we need to rest and rejuvenate. So I think from my perspective, some of those signs are, are being overly emotional, maybe struggling to remain in the present, being tired. You know, sometimes you get a bit snappy or short with um, you know, or even just being in your head all the time, which can, like you said before, it can affect your sleep. So uh, creating a space for others goes hand in hand with creating a space for ourselves as well. And if we don't look after ourselves, we can't look after, you know, help anyone else. Mm -hmm. 
So I think, yeah, creating time to fill your own cup and recharge, you know, things like being in nature or especially taking time just to be with loved ones are all great ways to do this. Sure are. I think switching off, you know, is important. As I said before, we haven't had all this technology, you know, back in the day I used to get my little dial, you know, phone and sort of bring people that way. And it was plugged into the wall and, you know, there's still electricity, but it's certainly not to the extent of um, EMF and everything that we have these days. And, you know, I didn't have a mobile phone for quite a while, so it wasn't even an issue. And if you weren't home at that point, you know, you didn't answer the phone. That was it. You know, people are like, oh, they're not home. That's it. Yeah. You know, or you're at the pay phone or whatever. So I just feel like we're less accessible and I feel like it was a lot, maybe a bit more calm in those days because now like I feel quite bad. I don't know about you, but I feel quite bad if I've missed a phone call on my mobile or, you know, I haven't sort of rung back straight away or even with, you know, SMSing and messaging and stuff like that, because people can all see if the message is delivered, they can see if the message has been read. And if you're not replying to them, then, you know, people are, you know, oh, what aren't they, why aren't they replying? And then people get into their heads and they're like, oh, you know, thinking about it and questioning it. And often it's just, you know, you're on the toilet or something, you know, um, yeah. it's not the end of the world, but you know, people can sort of see in the, and they start to get in their heads and, you know, it can just be a lot and it keeps you on that sort of, um, you know, adrenals and all that sort of stuff. So I think, um, if you're working from home, especially, you know, if you can have a separate workspace from the rest of the home, for me, this is about switching off. You know, I do all my work in this space where I'm recording with Beck and the living areas, that's where I go, you know, to do other things. And uh, sometimes I do mentorship out there as well because it's just a bigger area. But generally speaking, all the work that I do, the spiritual mm. stuff is all in this room and or outdoors. Sometimes I go outdoors in the garden because it's really nice out there. So it's like if you keep everything separate, the living, sleeping, because people ask me this in business readings too. It's like, you know, can I work from this space or that space? And they're going around the house and I'm like, uh, I really feel like you need to be either outdoors or in that corner that isn't part of the living. That was my thunder egg. Um, yeah, isn't what part happened? of the living area. I just fell over because I was moving the table. Um, it's oh. sitting on top of a hematite ring, so it's very okay. um, unbalanced. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just think that's a good suggestion is keep everything separate and that allows you then to switch off because in this room, that's where I'm switched on, that's where I'm connected, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Rest of the house, normal stuff. So, um, you know, I just think that's really good at the end of the day when you're trying to go to sleep. So essentially you're sort of clocking off for the day. Rebecca? Yeah, good idea. I'm, I actually... Um recalled something that I read or was told in the area of intention work um, and I actually do this so what it is is it's setting the intention and asking your spirit team to help you set business hours mm. uh, so set the intention that the client calls and messages are very welcome between the hours of say I don't know 8 a.m 8 p.m and it can be beneficial on a personal level too because I've actually set intention boundaries that when my bedroom door is closed there's privacy for that time <laughs> oh that's a good one with four kids if you could yeah yeah that's right well not necessarily with the four kids but then you don't have things coming into your head or ah right <laughs> all these random things uh random uh happenings mm -hmm. so yeah so that that's um a very good tip and and um yeah i do use that a bit just sort of like well you know between this time and this time these are my That's business good. hours. So if, if there's any messages or anything that, you know, 
Um, of course, it doesn't always work that way. That's just for your own personal house and things. If you're out and about yeah. and, and, you know, in the shops or out at the park or what have you, it, it all goes business as normal. <laughs> mm. people's energies and everything as such yeah but at least you have a general guideline that's great really good tip yeah. i love that yeah. all about the intention as well the all intention about. is powerful yeah so beck i like to have a bit of a bath and, and beck sort of knows this i'm always in the bath if i'm not reading i'm in the bath um i'm i'm yeah. you know 24 hours a day i'm in the bath and then the rest of it i'm reading but you know i have a smartwatch and i was sort of thinking about this because i was in the bath one night and i sort of was reading a book and have my smartwatch there and the smartwatches as most people are familiar with have the little buzzy sort of function so it lets you know when there's sms's coming through or emails or whatever um and especially on messenger sometimes messenger you know people get into a group and they all start commenting you get like a million little buzz 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 buzz, buzz. so i was sitting in the bath reading my book and all i could hear was and it wasn't really relaxing i've got to tell you uh, it was making me actually quite anxious and it kept reminding me that there were people out there doing things and thinking about things and blah, blah, blah. And then my head started to think about what were they thinking about and talking about. And in the end, in the end, I switched my watch onto sleep mode. So I started doing this during my readings because it used to buzz during readings as well and healings and everything. So I actually started, um, yeah, just basically putting on sleep mode so that it wouldn't buzz anymore. And best decision ever, because as soon as I switched it off while I was in the bath, I just got back into my book and I forgot all about the people, you know, because a lot of this is about our energy levels. And the reason we have to switch off is that I did nine readings on Friday and some healings, reading healings. I did nine connections with nine different people, Rebecca, and that's a lot. Now That is a lot. Yeah. And, you know, generally try to keep to six to seven. Um, but, you know, there's so many people needing help at the moment. I ended up with nine. So did that. And, you know, if I'm connected to all of those people, their stories are going through my head, their injuries, their illnesses, their ailments, their whatever, you know, and it's the same with the phone. You know, every time I get those little buzz, buzz, buzz on my watch um, to let me know there's another message, it keeps us connected to those people. And that's exhausting yeah. for us because it drains our energy, you know, putting our energy out there, sort of wondering what's going on with them. So, you know, that's why when I switched off that smartwatch, I felt so much better because it's just saying, you know, at the moment, this is downtime and I'm not, on you know i'm not switched on i'm not up open for business and it was just it made such a difference and because the, you know all of these devices have a lot of um, energy coming out of them as well so you know now i turn my phone off i used to use airplane mode and tell everyone to do that now i just turn it off because as you get more sensitive you can tolerate less of the emf um, electromagnetic frequency so i switch it off totally um and or i recommend to people have it in a different room if you have to have it on for whatever reason um and or airplane mode if you can do that some people are on call and you know just keep it in the bathroom or away from the bed um and you know as i said i started reading that physical book again because i find that it just helps me relax and wind down but um in terms of emf you know shungite the black crystal i got a um, pyramid of that that's actually really awesome and uh yeah. and i tend to use that when i'm doing my readings and all that sort of stuff just blocking off the um EMF so it doesn't sort of ruin your connection or affect your connection yeah the shungite is very good um for that uh, I also I like to read or have a shower or a bath just to sort of wind down a bit or try to do a meditation I find when I read lately though it really relaxes me and I'm asleep super fast yeah, awesome. Super fast. Yeah, yeah. that's another good tip. Meditation's excellent. I do meditation first thing in the morning back too because I was saying to you, I woke up at four this morning and couldn't really go back to sleep. So 
and I had to get up and do, um, I was teaching Reiki all day and I had a, um, a lady come over for that and I really had a lot to do. And I was like, oh gosh. So I ended up putting on vinyl beats, that favorite one I have with the whales, whales and dolphins. And it was just beautiful. And, and I just had that going, I don't know, for an hour and a half, two hours until I got up and went into park runs. So yeah, I tend to meditate first thing in the morning. So a lot of people kind of do it before bed, but it's great to do it first thing in the morning because it sets the yeah. intention for the day and makes you feel amazing. And uh, I guess, you know, in your sleep, a lot of stuff comes up too. And so, you know, it rises to the surface. So it's actually good to start with meditation just to allow all of that stuff to kind of settle and process too. So anyway, um, time to get your spirit up. Um, and this is brought to you by my business this week, Michelle Uprice, The Lightworker. Michelle, I price a light worker. I'm a medium. I read Oracle cards. I'm a Reiki master and pranic energy practitioner. So I teach Reiki on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, Australia. And I do all my readings. You know, I do face to face if you're on the local sort of area. Uh, I also read for people around the world. So Zoom is amazing for that. Um, but Michelle, I price a light worker. I also mentor if you want to develop or discover gifts. And I am that on Facebook. So Michelle, I price a light worker. Now, Becca, I wanted to make a couple of recommendations here. Um, and my cat is uh, enjoying the show as well. So <laughs> she's on the table. Little Joy Joy has joined us tonight, which is wonderful. But I recommend spending at least one hour every day um, in complete silence. And this is just not every day. Uh, so often, every so often, uh, complete silence. So I used to do that. And it's just amazing because it really gets you to focus on your mind and your thoughts in particular. And if they're a bit negative, if they're not so helpful, a bit pessimistic, you know, it's a great way to um, really focus on what that is. Because when you're talking a lot, you're not actually listening to what you're thinking. So, you know, this might be one day a month. Um, or if you have a family, you might be able to do, um, you know, limit, limiting your speech to only things that are essential. Um, and you could try limiting your exposure to other people for the day, depending on your situation personally. But basically, it allows you just to pay attention and maybe refocus and maybe be a bit more positive. So, maybe you have a negative thought and you change it around. So I do that a bit where I, you know, maybe a little bit judgmental. I'll look at that girl, that skirt she's wearing. Oh my God, I can see everything. And if I start to say anything like that, I'm just like love and light, love and light, sending them love and light, you know? So I just try to make it a little bit more positive. So um, that's what I do, but it is being more conscious. And I have spent a lot of time in silence. I spent a lot of time fasting, you know, I do a lot of fasting during the week. And that's great for cleaning everything out. You know, it's all about sort of having that bit of a break. Um, that's why we switch off. We have a bit of a break. Um, and I try to get at least eight hours a night. Sometimes I'm getting a bit more than that, which is awesome. Um, but, you know, at least eight hours a night is really good. And that allows your body to do all the healing. So when I have someone on the table and Becca's the same, if we have someone on the table and they just drop out, I'm happy. I'm like, yes, let's, uh, let's do as much healing as we possibly can. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, because that's when you're really able to get in there. So, um, yeah, really, really fantastic. Uh, Becky, yeah, that, um, yeah, I was just going to say that's a really good tip, you know, just sort of just stop talking and, and be aware of yourself, be present in yourself and your thoughts and your feelings and emotions. That's just really good. I wonder, I just wonder, wonder how the kids are go with that with me if I just stop talking I wonder if they'd notice yeah well notice. Yeah, I think they probably would when they're like no, when you're not saying anything test, though. see how it goes Rebecca yeah I will I will I'll let you know so a great thing to do to start the next day off on a good night also is to practice gratefulness as you're falling asleep um, I've been doing a lot of this lately. It puts your vibration into a place of harmony. And when you wake up, you just pick up that vibe where you left off. You're not sort of going to sleep with, um, you know, hundreds of thoughts racing around your head about what about this or I forgot to do this or, you know, I have to get this done. 
um, just practicing gratefulness and, and, you know, grateful that I got to spend time and have hugs with my, my daughter today, my, my little daughter today, grateful that the kids all had a great day, you know, all, all these sort of things that go through my head. Um, and it's really good because then in the morning, obviously, like I said before, you wake up, you pick up that vibe and, and you just sort of start rolling and then, mm-hmm. you know, like attracts like. Mm-hmm. Law of attraction. Good way to start the day. Yeah. Absolutely. And it sets your tone for the day, as we it said does. before. Yeah. Um, I wanted to make a couple of recommendations here, Rebecca. So uh, I love yoga and or any kind of moving meditation as well. Some Tai Chi, Qigong, there's a lot out there. Pilates, etc. You know, Pilates reform I really like because it's a little bit easier than the floor stuff. It can be a bit full on. Uh, but they're all excellent for sort of calming and refocusing the mind and doing that balancing because you're using both sides of the body, especially with yoga and Tai Chi and all of that, uh, using both sides of the body. So it's balancing mind, body, spirit, you know, masculine, feminine, the whole thing. And, you know, I sort of feel like choosing to switch off does require a lot of dedication and commitment. It does require that conscious thought, you know, going into it. A lot of the time we're running around subconsciously, you know, doing everything for everyone else, taxis and blah, 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 especially with Beck with, you know, your kids and everything. So, you know, it just requires that conscious thought. And I think yoga, especially for me, and I love Tai Chi as well, all of those things bring us back to the conscious, the present, you know, it's all about presence and awareness. So they're just some of the recommendations I guess I would make. Um, also, you know, balancing a one foot, test your mind, you know, because a lot of the switching off, the point is um, to calm the mind so that we don't have a million different thoughts going on. So you stand on one foot and if you can't balance, there's too much going on in your head. So, you know, reduce that, get a God box, write all your stuff down, stick it in the box that's what we switch off. That's how we switch off another way, you know, sitting in the God box, put it under the bed, put it in the cupboard, burn it, whatever you want to do. And then um, come back and try and balance again. If you can't balance, put more in the box, you know, it just really calms the mind. Cause I know in healings and probably the same, I can, you know, do a lot of work around someone's headspace, And I'm like, Hey, I'm really clearing a lot of thoughts here. I feel like I'm clearing everything away. I feel like it's feeling better. Then you go off and do something else and then you come back and it's all there again. And you clear it all away, clear it all away. And often people get up off the table and go, what were you doing in my head? Because <laughs> they're like aware that you're pulling all these thoughts out and they're putting them all back in there because that's their comfortable. That's what they're used to. You know, it feels weird. That's when- like um, when I did that healing for you that day and I was like, Michelle, I don't know what it was, but I kept thinking I need to find a top. I need a top. I need a new top. What yeah. am I going to wear? What am I going to do? Remember yeah. me doing that? And that was and I me. Yeah. You, I was doing, that was actually you. That's what you yeah. were doing at the time was looking yeah. for something to wear to go somewhere. So that was... Um, yeah, really funny. But I did not know that about standing on one leg, that it actually... Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I do it all the time, but I do it unintentionally. I'll, I'll be yep. standing there and, and um, you know, uh, <laughs> Matt will come to the room and he'll be like, what, what are you, a seagull? <laughs> like, yep. Or a flamingo. A flamingo. <laughs> I just stand there. Yeah, flamingo. Just yes. stand there. Um, but, yeah, I didn't it, actually realise that that was... Yeah, busy mind purpose so I do yeah. it unintentionally I'll just find myself doing it so it's probably my my, my inner self going okay slow down you need to do it yeah it's great yeah, it's a good yeah. judge uh judgment and the I love in yoga how they always say if you fall back fall out get back in I love that you know when they say that when you do you try and balance in the yoga yeah. class yeah. and they say if you fall out get back in if you fall out you get back in and it's such a good reminder because, you know, a lot of people, they just fall out and they, they give up and walk out. You know, I did have a partner, a boyfriend once that I took to yoga and he did walk out. <laughs> he was like, I cannot do this. Bye-bye. And he sat in the waiting room. And waited for me to so, you know, you just got to, you got to call it quick sometimes. 
Um, the other thing I want to suggest is also maybe a bit of artwork or playing music, much like the balancing. And, you know, it's interesting, Beck, as well. Notice which leg you balance on the most. So whether it's the right leg, you know, or the left leg, that will also show where you're at because the right leg is obviously more about your masculine, the left leg is your feminine. So that's a good thing as well because when I started to get into this after doing, you know, when I say this light work out of um, journalism, obviously it was very masculine, la, 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 and I'd have a lot of trouble balancing on my left leg, but my right leg was pretty solid. So each kind of shows, you know, what side you're more, you know, on. Um, and maybe that means you need to come into balance. If you're balancing fairly well on both sides and you, you're probably fairly evenly balanced. So uh, binaural beats are obviously very good for um, balancing the brain and all that sort of stuff too. So um, just notice which foot, you know. Um, yeah, so, so just one more time, which side is which? Which is the masculine, which is the feminine? Masculine is right and feminine is left, left-hand okay. side. Uh, but the other thing is where art and or music, um, obviously really good for helping you to switch off, disconnect from the rest of the world. Meditation music, awesome. Um, and that was it for my tips. Now coming up on the next podcast, Rebecca. So next episode, we talked about this on the phone recently, and this is close encounters. So we wanted to do something, I guess, around, uh, kind of meeting, you know, doing a bit of supernatural type stuff. Um, you know, different things we've experienced, a bit of spooky stuff, maybe, um, and we've entitled it Close Encounters. Do you have anything to add to that one? Uh, not really. Not at this stage. I think it's it's just going to be really interesting. Just some actual personal events, things that have happened to us would be, mm-hmm. should be really cool. Awesome. Well, it'd be good to <laughs> see because, you know, we don't know what we're going to talk about yet. So it'd be good to see what you come up with and what, what I come up with. Um, but that's been the Living Enlightened podcast, Rebecca, episode four. Well done. Fantastic. Thank you, everyone. Amazing. So Thanks, if you uh, thank you. If you want to give us feedback, we'll um, obviously share this across our Facebook page each week. You can comment, you can give suggestions, whatever you want to do. And uh, between now and then, Beth, I'm sure I'll speak to you again, but I will see you, of course, and speak to you uh, next week. And tomorrow night. And tomorrow night, Facebook Live. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great episode. Okay, bye. Bye.